my kid's thrilled now because she can use a calculator for math. So her math scores are like all 100. It's like all, <laughs> like yeah, you can you can use a calculator now. You're getting to skip a whole step. I know that was always the fun part for me, like with math was figuring the shit out without a calculator. Wait, there's a fun part of math. What is this oh. fun part you speak of? Oh. Oh, she's that person. Don't. She really is like. Ugh. Loves math. I don't get it. I, I'm more of an abstractionist. Like, I get art, but like the second you put more than like a dozen rules on it, I'm like, what I is mean, this? Right now, like, to be fair, like I haven't gotten. It's not like I'm sitting here like solving word problems and shit like that. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm going to say this to you. You like you work word problems for a living. That is your job. <laughs> your job is a word problem that is constantly like editing itself. Oh God. Oh, it really is. Oh, I just like I can do addition and subtraction and some, some multiplication like in my head really quickly. That's that's it. Like, I mean, and when I was in school, like I went all the way through calculus. Um, I ended up dropping it because the guy that they had teaching us and had like two strokes. He looked like fucking Professor Moody, like hobbling around. Oh, God. You couldn't read his handwriting. You couldn't understand anything that he was saying. So they expected this man to teach us calculus. <laughs> oh my God. And a big part of it is like reading things off the board. And it's not like he was, you know, pulling problems directly from the book. He was like totally snaping us. Like, all right, here's this textbook, but I'm going to write all of this shit up on the fucking whiteboard that you can't read. So there were a group of us that would come for tutoring after school. But we were teaching ourselves calculus at 16, 17. And it was just, it was just too much. Yeah. But then when I took it, my first semester of college fucking aced it. (laughs) Oh my God. I had to drop math so many times in college. And I think it was just my rotten luck. Like the first time I tried to do my math requirement for my degree, it was a Russian professor and he had a translator. <laughs> he could not speak English. And I was like, dude, this is not going to work. I mean, like, I was like, my math skills are horrible. Uh-uh, no. So I dropped that class. And then, like, the next time, the guy was just talking like the micro machine man. Remember, like, no, he would just talk 90 miles an hour. And I was like, nope, nope, got to drop this one, too. And it took me forever to finally fulfill my math requirement. And then fucking University of Alabama said, no, we're going to change the math requirement to finite math. So after I finally got my math requirement, I had to go back and redo it and get another one. And I finally, I went to junior college and got a stoner and he related like every math problem to burritos. And I finally passed it. I was like, all right, you got it. I can understand this guy. Burritos. Burritos. He's like, uh, you got 20 chicken burritos. And now you're going to take 15 beef burritos. Okay. <laughs> it's like, everything was like munchie related. Nice. So, alrighty. 
<laughs> related to food. Holly is on point. I'm like, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I understand. I understand this. Don't nice. talk about. Don't talk about trains. Don't talk about. You know, if Paul gets on a plane going westbound, what is the sound of the color purple? Wednesday. You, yes. Light Wednesday. You lost me. It's you the sound of the color purple. Uh -oh. oh, God. <laughs> awful. Math is evil. Welcome to this episode of the Venture Sisters. I got to make sure I get it right this week. I am RJ Hartburn, and with me today is Dolly, 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 Dolly Parton. <laughs> Not to be confused with Dolly Parton, who, by the way, is a national treasure. We yes. love her. She found out that she funded uh, vaccine research the same time we all found out that she funded vaccine research. She just gave some people some money and was like, "Here, do something good with it." We love she Dolly is truly Parton. a saint. She is. And I am. I am very far from I was being a say, saint. Dolly Parton, however, yeah. is not a saint. <laughs> we'll find out more about that later <laughs> on this episode of Major <laughs> Sisters. So today we are talking about um, prom. Uh, we've got some prom stories of our own to share. We've got some stories from other friends that said it was okay to share their stories um i personally would like to talk about dreading prom as a parent i have two boys you have a girl and then prom 2020 what's that gonna look like i guess 2021 sorry yeah, prom 2021. Yeah. what's that gonna look like are we are we doing virtual prom this year you know i think it really sucks for the seniors that have spent their entire senior year doing virtual learning. I know it sucked, but for the seniors last year that had their senior year cut short. So we can get into that a little bit more. And then of course, wed bed behead at the end of the episode and scare bear theories, which we are murdering today. We are murdering the scare bear theories. We're out of steam. We'll talk about it later. Another new venture news. I haven't heard anything else about uh, if HBO Max is doing anything with the, the special. I think they just gave us all a bit of a tease. I would like to hear more about if, when something could happen with adventures. I'd, at least let us just wrap it up. Like, just give them, yes. let them finish. They, they weren't done. Yeah, I mean, at least like an hour, two hour, a movie length special would be uh, great. That would be awesome. Oh. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, maybe they're just trying to figure out all the stuff in a sense they've created it and yeah. maybe once they get all that settled and get all the different services sorted out right well i know that they were start creating i know the guys were writing um 
the last season. They had to have been in production of the last season. So I know that there's there's got to be stuff that they yeah. can, I don't know, come up with something with. Um, but I would love to see see them let the, like, I would love to see just a wrap up on where we were, because there were so many loose ends, so many danglers um, that we really haven't, you know, that we really haven't gotten to. I think that's another episode for another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Righty, tidy. Well, um, yeah, we're going to take a, a real quick break and we'll get back to some prom things. Say, Timmy, what's that you've got there? Hiya, Pop. I'm just sitting here with my favorite book, Fight Club. Now, Timothy, don't you think you're a little old for those shenanigans? What do you mean, Pop? My young squire, you're going to be a fully mature clone one day. It's time for you to learn about the Venture Brothers and the exciting world of super science. Golly, Pop, where would I ever learn about such a neato thing like the Venture Brothers or super science? Well, son, the internet is for more than just looking at pornography on your phone. You can actually learn all about Venture Brothers and super science on Conjectural Technologies, a Venture Industries podcast. And you can actually watch the Venture Brothers on Hulu or Adult Swim or many other places. Just watch Venture Bro- no, watch- Please, just watch Venture Brothers. It's a good show. And please subscribe to Conjectural Technologies Avenger Industries podcast. Our jokes are just a lot funnier after you've already watched the Venture Brothers. I mean, that, that makes sense, right? Gee, I guess so, Pop. Tim, what are you still doing here? We stopped that bit seconds ago. Well, golly, Pop, you don't have to be so mean. You're the one sitting here talking to yourself like a crazy person. Subscribe to... Conjectural Technologies, a Venture Industries podcast. Welcome back to our super special prom episode where we're going to tell you some embarrassing prom stories, some fun prom stories, some awful prom stories. Uh, We're going to lament about, you know, dreading prom ourselves as parents and spend a little bit of time talking about what prom might look like in the future. However, first... We have to talk about the episode of the Venture Brothers that we're referencing. Operation Prom, season finale of season four, definitely ranks up there as, you know, one of the top episodes, in my opinion. I do hate to see Brock go away. Spoilers. Um, I hate Mm. to see Brock go away, but I love to watch him leave. Yeah. (laughs) I want that jacket. I want Brock's jacket. It's actually like I've seen it in stores. I want to purchase it and wear it i actually think i'd look kind of cool so yeah this is the episode that hatred gets the h removed from his face oh and we get to hear about how the d is still there because it's a tender vittle them's there's tender vittles yes (laughs) i would love to hear a tattoo artist talk about how (laughs) how many people have tattoos there yeah how much they scream whenever they're being placed (laughs) oh that'd be fun have you ever tattooed a dick? You want to talk about it? <laughs> you want to not talk about it? Like, we can talk about something else. Oh, God, <laughs> do they need to be flaccid? Do they need to be at half mast, full mast? I mean, how does that work? 
how does it I'm age? glad I have a vagina and can't do stupid <laughs> things like tattoo it. Um, I mean, I could, but I don't want to. So back to tattoos on your dicks. Why? <laughs> um, that has to be the worst place to get a tattoo. I mean, it really had to hurt the first time he got it. So I mean, I under, like he knows how much it's going to hurt. So I understand why he doesn't want to want to have it removed. But that means that it's like his face says V and his dick says D. VB. Oh, I yeah. never considered that. But he's got a D around his D. Oh, a D for dick. God, layers, man. It's like an onion. <clears throat> so, uh, I think that was like, <laughs> I think that was one of the moments that I fell in love with hatred. I was like, okay, <laughs> I can deal with you. Cause I was really, really resistant to hatred. Um, when, you know, he came along as bodyguard for the Venture family. Like, I really didn't. I was like, nah, you're not yeah. Brock. Why are you here? And then uh, we get we get some shallow gravy performance oh. in <laughs> in Operation Prom. I heart shallow gravy jacket. <laughs> I love that. Oh, the song is great. And then we later get the video, which yes. the video is so well done. Dermot does get on my nerves and he's probably like one of my least favorite characters, but him and Hank doing shallow gravy together just tickles me. It's totally like a typical, you know, teenage kid thing, like hanging out with your buddy, playing music, being stupid, coming up with stupid shit. Yeah, I got a band. I have a band. It's just two of you fucking around with instruments, but go ahead. It's fine. It's fun. And it was catchy. And like sometimes that shit gets stuck in my head. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's like it gets stuck in my head too. I think it was interesting that, you know, Doc was taking the time to throw the boys a, a prom. He was actually putting in some some effort into giving them some kind of experience. What does he do with it? He hires prostitutes. Prostitute! Best gems on earth, which I actually Googled the first time I saw it. Okay. Whenever he says that his original date was supposed to be um, Lovelace, I can't remember her name, but then he ended up with Andrea Dworkin. And Billy says, Who's that? He said, Google Andrea Dworkin on an empty stomach. I was like, what the fuck is that? So I actually did. And wow. Did you Google little, her? I, I Googled her. I was on glad I had an empty stomach? stomach. Yes, my stomach was empty. You definitely need to have an empty stomach. I'm not judging, but she's not no concerned with her looks. Okay. That's good to know. I think we'll just leave it there. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go into that. Yeah. Listeners can choose or not choose to. It's kind of like two girls, one cup. Oh, yeah. Choose, that your one's... Path, choose your path wisely. I have never looked that one up. I Oh, God, don't, don't. 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 I did it once. It was so bad. I, I, I don't plan on it. I've, I've, I've looked up some other ones. Um, can we talk about how fucked up it is that Ego made those fucking mermaid waffles god almighty oh jesus okay. and the little kids are like mommy mommy i want the blue waffle 
And Damn that's it. all we're going to say about that. <laughs> and you can't tell me that somebody in that marketing department did not know. Enough people know. I'm looking at you, person. You know. Evil, Anyways. Evil. <laughs> Deliciously evil. Right. Yeah, Doc would totally buy the mermaid waffles for his kids. Uh he would. He would. But yeah, no, I thought it was, I really thought it was interesting that he was, you know, putting in the effort to to throw them in prom. He did use it to, you know, get him self-laid. Um, and then there was that weird thing about his date. And, you know, apparently she wasn't very attractive. Um, but was it any worse than like the fly lady that he ended up waking, like that he ended up with at oh, the God. end of the night? Um, you know, with his, his Spanish fly potion that he spiked the punch with. Like, what did they expect to happen? That is like one of the most brutal doc moments. I, I think that's one of the most evil things he's done is one, engineer the fly to mm -hmm. be that large to produce this and then pull its wings off. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, it's one of the most evil doc moments that we get to see. Mm-hmm. It's pretty twisted. He's a novel person. So prom overall ended up being <clears throat> an experience for the boys. We'll just call it that. Yeah. An experience. I think that's what most of us chalk our proms up to when we look back on them. It uh, it's an experience, you know, whether good or bad, embarrassing or awful. It's it, you know, it, it's almost a, a rite of passage. Uh, it seems um, to have some kind of, of prom experience. And if you had an amazing prom, good for you. I'm very happy for you. I hope that you have continued to have a wonderful, amazing life. <laughs> My proms were not amazing. I mean, they weren't necessarily, you know, awful, but there was nothing really like stand out prom is definitely not like the fucking movies um right it's probably closer to what happened on the venture compound if we're being honest uh <laughs> oh so let's talk about let's talk about my first prom that was sophomore year and it wasn't really like a a prom it was kind of like a formal because we didn't have seniors. So it was just um, freshman, junior, sorry, freshman, sophomore, junior um, at the school. It was a brand new school and they didn't want to uproot all of the senior class that was graduating like that year um, that we would have started and make them, you know, started a new school for their senior year. So the senior class all got to stay at their schools that they had been at for the last three years. So we opened up with no senior class. Um, and honestly, like my whole, my whole graduating class was just so apathetic to that school. Nobody like gave a shit. There was no loyalty to the school. Um, so I went and it was kind of a, a bust. Apparently like some kids were drinking and there was some other shit that happened. I didn't know about any of it cause I'm a fucking loser. I didn't hang out with any of the cool kids. I just kind of like went and did the thing and then went home. I barely remember any of it. I think I wore, what I wore to prom though was my bridesmaid's dress from my mom's wedding the previous year. 
or was it earlier that year? I think it was earlier that year, not the previous year. Either way, wore the same dress that I wore on my mom's wedding. It was just plain and purple. Um, so yeah, that was my first prom. What was your first prom like? Oh, my first prom was not really a date. It definitely was not my prom because I was in the ninth grade. My cousin that I grew up with, we were like closest in age, very, we're still close to this day. And her boyfriend back then is now her husband. And his brother broke up with his girlfriend, like suddenly, I can't remember exactly why, but it was like dramatic. And he had already paid for the tickets. He'd already paid for the tux, paid for everything, like a lot of money spent because it's the South, we overdo everything. So he'd already oh, I get it. Got all this money and everyone at the school already had a date and he could not find a date. So she said, I'll get my cousin to go. So she calls me and says, hey, um, you're going to the prom. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, and I mean, of course, I've been a very tall person since the sixth grade. I've been taller than like all my classmates. So I looked like a you know, junior or senior, so I could kind of pass. So I got to get a fancy dress, get my hair all done, go to a fancy restaurant. And it gets more awkward because we go with you know his friends because he doesn't know me, I don't know him. And occasionally at some point they said, what school do you go to? I told them what school. And they said, what grade are you? Are you a junior? Or are you a senior? I said, I'm a freshman. <laughs> I'm sure this poor guy's like, oh, please shut up. This is embarrassing enough as it is. And they're like, <laughs> we danced like once. The rest of the time, we just sat there awkwardly staring at each other. And we danced one time. And I mean, it was... And I mean, what's so funny is that since my cousin married her then boyfriend, I still see the brother occasionally at family events. And I'm always like, hey, he's like, hey. So it's still guys, awkward to this day. Do you guys still just like sit and awkwardly stare at each other? Yes. I, I mean, obviously <laughs> I'm a talkative person. I'm very, very, very talkative no he is not he is like very shy very quiet <laughs> wow so I mean, it was it was kind of brutally awkward i mean just awkward from the get-go and i mean obviously he had me home like by nine o'clock oh my god it, there was no question of any kind of after party it was like yeah okay we're prom is over bye right wow <laughs> thanks thanks for helping out <laughs> That is crazy. So, so that was first. <laughs> that's that's crazy. So you're talking about prom in the South. I want to talk about prom in the South, especially where like hunting is a big thing. Oh God. So mm -hmm. we live in a uh, we live in a small town outside of a, a large city um, in North Carolina, and there is a shop downtown. It's like a formal wear shop. Um, and every year at prom season, their mannequins come out 
with their tuxes that they have available for rent. And they have this line and it's been in the window every year since we've moved here and God bless them, I love it. Formal camo. Oh, Jesus. Oh, honey, it's, it's beautiful. So there's one, the jacket is all like the woodsy camo, whatever. And then like the bright orange tie. Oh God. The top, like the, the icing on the cake is the buckshot boutonniere. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's the ultra fancy one. Right. And then there's oh, another one. It's a black jacket. So it's a little more toned down, but it's trimmed with like the woodsy um, camouflage around the, the jacket also with like the bright orange tie. And again, you can't no Southern camo tuxedo is complete without the buckshot boutonniere oh my god that is hilarious it's my favorite thing i'll have to make a trip by and take a picture post it so you guys can see i may even have a picture on my phone already i just gotta scroll through <laughs> my camera roll and uh, upload that to the interwebs for you guys i'm sending it to the internet oh my god hashtag be- camo tuxedo it might just be like the area where we are, but I mean, prom is taken like very seriously. Oh no, I, people that wear these tuxedos are very serious about it. They're serious about their fucking prom. They just don't want you, they just don't want you to see them there. Oh my God. The, <laughs> well, like, the boys do not get a say. Like, right. No, it's no. Like, no, yeah, you're in Alabama. Moms their moms are going to pick out the tuxes or the girlfriend's moms are going to pick it out. They're not going to get a chance to screw that up. Yeah. Right. And it might just be our area. I'm sure once you venture out Mm -hmm. into the wilderness Mm -hmm. somewhat, it might get a little bit sketchy. Right. mm -hmm. No, see, yeah, there's a lot of like hunting and stuff here. So it's, it's an homage to like what you're already wearing, you know, your patterns and stuff that you're already, you're already rocking every day, you know, Oh, uh, you gotta get you a man that shows up with his fucking hunting jacket every morning camo yes. tuxedo dolly i can't that is that is something my husband think- did something almost that bad now i said my husband and i started dating in high school right yes yeah, so so, you guys naturally went to prom together yes um but i said we breezed through prom because um, I say that was a long period of time that we got to go out and have an excuse to be out. And there were no trackers in phones back then. And I don't even think we had cell phones. Y'all got dressed up to go to a motel room and fuck. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Junior year, it was the Motel 6. And senior year, we got fancy and went to the Ramada. Y'all did it twice. Oh, hell yes, we did. Got you. I yes, but right. we did have to show up and have prom pictures mm-hmm. made because, you know, I didn't rent that expensive dress and have my hair done for nothing. Of course. So, yes, Oh, and it was the 80s, wasn't it? I bet your hair was... No, 90s. 90s, 90s sorry. 90s, 90s, 90s. 90s, but yeah, but still, it was big. Yes. It was still very big. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, makeup professionally done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. So junior year okay he played along 
senior year, he was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do it. And I was like, well, tough shit. I was like, you're going to do it. And his mom said, you're going to do it. <laughs> so then he said, well, I'm going to wear whatever the hell I want to. Mm-hmm. So was it a camo tuxedo? It was not a camo tuxedo. Yeah. And he was half right. He wore right. He wore black jeans and a damn pair of black cowboy boots. And then it was like, no, the regular tuxedo, no, the vest and the jacket and the tie and all that stuff. But the bottom was jeans and cowboy boots. Jeans and cowboy boots. To a fucking prom. To your fucking prom. But see, kids these days will do that shit now and it's fine. It was not fine back then. (laughs) He was the only damn person there dressed and he laughed his ass off the whole time. I, but you still went to the Ramada and fucked him. Oh yes, I did. Because we had all that came off pretty quick. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I said that's probably why he did it because he could get him I mean, off faster. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> in his mind, he's like, I don't give a fuck. She just wants pictures, so pictures from top up, right? Yeah. No. And that was the worst prom pictures ever because the photographer didn't know what he was doing. He couldn't get anything to work, and after like five minutes. I finally got tired. My knees locked back and he quit trying to smile and he looked like a deer caught in headlights. And I had this awkward thing where my whole body was bit like a bow and oh God, it was awful. Wow. Everything about that problem was awful. Wow. That sounds pretty awful. But I mean, like I said, we were only there for like five minutes. So yeah. Breeze through. (laughs) Hi, 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 bye. Bye. Right. So yeah um so my junior prom was pretty uneventful the (laughs) the one thing about that prom though was i was dating someone who was a bit older than me um he was i think 20 21 i was 16. he was 20 not quite 21 yet he wouldn't have been able to go to the prom with me if he was 21 because obviously you don't want somebody that's over 21 coming to a high school prom yeah (laughs) no but uh my mom had to sign a permission slip for the school to say that i had permission to bring somebody like a from outside of the school and b um that was that much older than me uh i had to get approved by like the principal and everything it was a it was a whole thing um and it sucked he wore fucking like khaki pants and like a navy blue shirt i looked fucking amazing my hair was dyed red i had this like black and white dress that was just gorgeous um i looked fucking hot he looked like a fucking schlub um (laughs) we did not go out to dinner i think we stopped by fucking food lion because that's where he worked uh to be fair like i'm pretty sure 16 year old me like guilted his ass into going and he didn't want to go so whatever um there was no sex because i stayed a virgin until after i graduated high school Um, oh so that sucked for him i'm pretty sure he (laughs) wanted to get some that night but did not sorry buddy um (laughs) so that was junior prom and then senior year i went with my best friend because neither of neither of us was like dating anybody um and we really just didn't i don't know we didn't give a fuck but we wanted to go and dress up and be pretty and i found um this like 
black and pink uh, dress looked like a fucking like 40s Barbie doll dress. It was so nice. Um, one of like still to this day, one of my favorite dresses. I couldn't fit into it now if I wanted to, but one of my favorite dresses. Here's the thing, because you were talking about getting like hair and makeup professionally done. Yeah, I wasn't going to spend my fucking money on that. And my mom damn sure wasn't going to pay for it. I had a job. I was working. So I, I was expected to pay for, you know, my dress and all of that shit for my prom. So bought a box of hair dye, dyed my hair red again, because I like to, I like to dye my hair red. Uh, but we decided we were going to do like blonde highlights in the midst of that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think you see where this is going. So it's the night before prom. Oh, and we pull off the towel and I'm like, yeah, it's going to look great and awesome. And it's orange. Mm. I dyed my hair orange the day before prom. Oh, Jesus. The night before prom, not like a whole like 24, you know, like the night before prom. So freak the fuck out, like crying. I'm like, I cannot go to prom with orange fucking hair, guys. Like, what are we going to do? So like we run out to Walmart and buy like the darkest fucking brown hair color that we could find. And I had to dye my hair again the next morning and like pray it didn't all fall out. It didn't, it stood up. I think though, like I have finally 20 something years later, no, not 20 something, I'm aging myself a bit, but almost 20 years later, um, grown out all of the damage that I did to my hair from that day. Oh God! Whoa! Dyed it jet black, like oh no, I mean not quite jet black, I guess, but like dyed it super fucking dark. And here's the thing, like, of course it's just us and we're teenagers, and like nobody's being careful. So you like you could see like the smudges and shit around my hairline in my my prom pictures and stuff. Like I said, prom really wasn't like super memorable for me. Not one of like, not one of those experiences I look back on. And I'm like, oh, that was the best. Oh, that was the best of times, you know. Uh, oh. I was just kind of like, that was, that was a time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That was a time and I lived it. Uh, some of my friends told me some funny, funny stories. Yeah, like, let's hear it. Okay, I think my favorite one, because it was the grossest one, <laughs> a friend, they, they got a limo, and um, the limo driver dropped him off at their cars, and her date had had way too much whiskey, and he begins to throw up. Mm. Of course, you know exactly what that would smell like. And mm. it begins a chain reaction of everyone vomiting. <laughs> because what happened, what had happened was when he threw up, she was trying to help him. And then the smell hit her. And then uh-huh. she threw up all down his back. Oh, man. On his rented tux, of course. Oh, so I just I love that one because I can just picture like you know just everyone just oh. that was a bot tux after that. So mm. I have a story um, that sounds a lot like that about my twenty first birthday. Oh, the there was also a limo involved and too much drinking and some chain reaction vomiting. <laughs> 
So my dad rented a limo for the evening so that nobody had to drive, which I'm grateful for because we were all shithoused. By the time the night was over, I barely remember my 21st birthday. So I did it right. Um, (laughs) So we, you know, we've ended the night. We shut down the bars or maybe, I don't know if we shut them down or they kicked us out or I got you. I don't know. But the night is over and we're in the limo. I know that much. Oh God. How the night ended before that, whatever, just... (laughs) Anyways, we're in the limo and we asked the limo driver to take the long way around because we want to like toke up in the back of the limo, right? Which is the best idea and the most smartest thing to do after you've been drinking for hours on a mostly empty stomach. Good ideas and great decisions were made. Um, So we do that. And then of course I start to get the spins. Oh, and everything is just spinning and spinning and spinning and I feel sick and nobody thinks to like open the divider and be like hello Mr. Limo driver that knows my dad (gasps) hello Mr. Limo driver could you please pull over to the side of the road because one of us is feeling sick and we need to because we're all drunk and high and stupid right so I roll down the window and prop up on my knees and just start puking out the window of the limo while I'm like (laughs) while I'm throwing up I'm farting also (laughs) oh god so the girl that's in one of my friends girlfriends is in the limo with us and of course the smell of the farts makes her sick she grabs this styrofoam cup that had had some liquid in it. I don't, I think it was water. Like some of us needed water. I did. I wasn't me that was drinking it though. <laughs> but So she grabs that, we dump that, or who? somebody dumps it. I'm still vomiting and farting. Um, she <laughs> grabs the styrofoam cup and starts just hurling into the cup, but like stops like right perfectly at the top. Oh God like just stops like before it spills over and I'm I'm sure by that time everybody else had been puking I get out the limo and look and like all down the side is just vomit (laughs) I'm what I want to know was there a car behind (laughs) y'all I really hope not because it was really late like it was like two three in the morning it was like super fucking late so I really hope there wasn't anybody behind us um and yeah so the limo driver knew my dad so we just gave him the rest of the money that we had in our hands which was i don't even know i hope it was more than like five bucks god tell me more than five bucks i don't know i had about tree fitty Uh, (laughs) (laughs) nothing good comes from limos i mean from hearing other people's stories nothing good comes from young people and limos no not at all because one of them is a girl i went to high school with it was her daughter they got kicked out of the limo in the middle of nowhere because they were all getting too frisky in the limo wow yeah so yeah they were put out and then no they got back to their car eventually 
And then they went to another place so they could go make out some more. But this is more modern day. So their parents all tracked them down on their phones. <laughs> and then they all got busted making out. Making out? Yeah, I'm thinking that, you no, know, she was putting it a little bit light with me right. because, yeah, you know, because I'm an old lady. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But, and then wow. another one, she said her son, their limo broke down and the limo driver apologized to them by giving them a bottle of alcohol. And she said <laughs> at the time though, she was furious about it. She's like, mm -hmm. I was so angry that that man gave my underage son alcohol. Yeah. But she said, now I can laugh about it because now he's married and has kids. But I was like, yeah, wow. I was like, I'm kind of glad. No, let's skip the whole limo experience now. Yeah. No, fuck that. My kids are walking to prom. Well, no, we have <laughs> an advantage. Yeah. Children, like by the time our kids go to prom, if proms are a thing by then, they might not be. <laughs> We might not ever get to leave our homes again. We just have to do it. No computer. No right. Zoom prom forever, forever, forever and ever and ever. <laughs> but if they do leave the house, oh, they will be tracked everywhere they go. Because and, and another thing, before whenever we could have proms, a thing down here is that parents are invited to the last hour of the prom so they can watch their beloved little precious children do walkout. Parents there expect their kids to actually stay for the whole prom? Yes. Well, that way, you know your child has stayed for the whole prom. That's actually kind of fucking smart. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would hate to be the kid pulling back into the parking lot the same time your parents are showing up like, oh, where have you guys been? Uh here the whole time or like you're like racing back to the fucking like high school or prom venue or wherever to like get there before your parents and like you pull up at the stoplight and you look over and oh <laughs> oh god that would suck that would suck so bad but I mean, it's terrible i mean because there you have your parents with their cameras taking pictures and it's like you can't do anything on your prom night, but prom. Wow. I mean, at least the boys got to escape from their prom. This is go... where bridezillas are born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good I mean, like, seriously, this is helicopter parenting at its worst. That is an obsession. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm not going to give that much of a shit when my kids finally go to prom. Like... <laughs> Don't do anything stupid. Bring condoms. Be polite. No means no. That's that's it. And like, don't rent a room at a fucking Motel Six. Um, Motel Six is where people do really horrible things. They're dangerous, dangerous places. Yes, they, they definitely are there. now. Like, yeah, fucking prostitutes and drug dealers. Oh God, it was back then too. Oh, okay. The one that okay. we went to, it was a very dangerous place. Wow, the things we do for love. We look uh, back on it now. We're like, why did we do that? That was horrible. You guys were that desperate to like 
I had sex. It was, it was, it seemed like a good idea at the time. I guess. Oh um, God. And that's, that's the kind of shit that I want to avoid with my kids. Like them feeling, I mean, I'm not saying I want them to like have their rooms open to just, you know, fuck anybody that comes over or anything, but I definitely want to have like open conversation about it. And like, if you're, yeah. if you want to have sex, let's talk about how to be safe about it. Let's talk about how to be responsible about it. Let's talk about how to not put yourselves and, you know, your partner in danger, you know, just to sneak away for a little while. Yeah. Um, let's talk about how to make it a, you know, a healthy a healthy part of your relationship and make sure you know you're both ready for that emotional responsibility um that is a whole other podcast though <laughs> that's just how i feel however i don't think parents are really gonna have to worry about that this year um no. with 2020 like t- prom 2021 coming up uh, unless some some things really drastically change over the next few months, I feel like everybody's going to be doing some some virtual proms this year. That's really going to kind of look interesting, I think. And I feel so bad now because seniors last year had it so bad, and I think that the juniors were like, "Oh, it won't be this bad for us." And right. now they're seniors and they're having it just as bad, except right. Her. Well, and I think I think it's a little bit. You know, and I mean, this is just me speaking outside um, and not to in, invalidate any anyone's experience or anything, but, you know, for for the seniors this year, they've spent their entire um, senior year doing the, the distance learning and stuff. Seniors last year, there were, I know for a fact, because I talked to moms and stuff, there were girls that already had their dresses bought. There were guys that already had their tuxes rented. There were, you know, tickets and things there were there were lots of plans already made because shutdown for schools and stuff didn't happen until march and mm-hmm. prom around here is in like may so i mean you're talking a month and a half before uh prom like hair appointments made makeup appointments made dresses shoes bought tailoring done you know money spent um mm-hmm. and then all of that just kind of whoosh like unless their parents were able to like you know, find some kind of, you know, safe, socially distanced way to, and I think then everybody was just too scared to really even try that. Um, So I think it'll be interesting, you know, to see next year what, you know, what seniors proms look like coming up. Around here about, it was, because usually proms start in March. It's like, we have like a prom season Okay. So like next, we have like certain places that everyone wants to use. Yeah. So it's kind of stretched out, so all the different schools can know use those gotcha. places. So some of them got to do it before everything started to shut down, and then some of them didn't. Oh wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of hurt feelings. Oh. Some schools were like, "Well, it's not fair because they got to do it." And well, I mean. Ugh. It's really hard when you have so many of those emotions to just kind of understand, like, I understand that's not fair, but we didn't know when they had their prom that, you know, you guys weren't going to be able to have yours. Yeah. Uh, And like this, this year, like they have crammed so many events into like the first two months to school. Yeah. Just because they're so worried about everything shutting down again. They're like, well, let's try to get everything crammed into 
this month. Let's try to get this crammed <clears> in. I know we normally do this in the spring, but let's do it now. <laughs> and it's so sad, but I mean, I understand the reason for it. Right. But yeah, oh. I don't know. I just, I feel for all the kids really that are yeah. in school throughout all the grades. I know my kid is really struggling with it. Um, you know, and with the youngest, like we wanted to put him in pre-K, but we haven't been able to. Um, and I'm wondering if he's going to start kindergarten. We've still got another year, but I'm wondering if he's going to start kindergarten online, you know, and uh, the poor parents that their babies, like their kindergarten babies had to start this year. Oh yeah. <clears throat> On virtual, like, cause, uh, we did kindergarten last year. Um, and that was so much fun, like getting him up and getting him dressed and like walking him to class. And then on like his third day, he looks back at his dad and he's like, I don't need you to walk me inside. And he takes off and then he comes home and he's like, I want to ride the bus and starts riding the bus to school. Like the second week of school, that was all of that was so much fun. And then kindergarten got cut short, but yeah, all the kindergarten parents missing out on that um, with this school year. That really sucks. Yeah. Man. And I feel for, I just, I feel for all the parents. If, you know, I know you guys struggle in your own way with it. I know we struggle, you know, in our own ways with it. It just. Yeah. Like if we didn't get to do any of the, <laughs> the fun, no end of elementary school. Yeah. yeah. No ceremony or nothing to celebrate yeah. the end of elementary. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, well, congratulations for that. Right. A nice day to be in your pajamas again. Ugh. I know we actually did get to do um, picture day, though. It wasn't like through Zoom. Like it was a, you, um, they opened up the, school on like a Friday for uh, parents to sign up like the virtual parents that weren't able to be at the the school for like the picture day at the school um, they opened it up for us to bring our kids by they were open for like three and a half four hours for uh, parents to bring their distant learning kids in um, so parents had to stay outside but the kid could go in wear their mask have their mask off for the picture of course like there was no way I was paying that much money for a picture of my kid with his mask on right <laughs> I didn't even th think about that we've already had right. today but I didn't even think about the mask yeah no <laughs> there was one new hire at my job um god he's not he's not there anymore but like his badge photo was him like with like holding his mask on his face, I know, so precious, so precious. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't have any, I don't have any first grade pictures like that. But I did get first grade pictures. They should be coming in the mail soon. I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, we didn't have to to miss out on that. Um, but man, it's just school has been a lot different of an experience than um, than I was ready for you know, then I was into, like, you don't read about any of this in the parenting books. Like, what to expect when you're expecting just not covered distance learning. No, no, it absolutely <laughs> does not. <sighs> I mean, I say it's, it's kind of nice whenever they're in middle school, because, you know, 
you hear all these horror stories about how terrible middle school is and how hard yeah. it is on the kids. Yeah, this is kind of great. You know, they can't interact with each other that much. You no, know, they're spaced out. And that's true. That's got to definitely kind of cut down on a lot of the the bullying. Yeah, happens. that's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the the little kids and then the seniors in high school. They say. I feel super, super bad for them. Yeah. yeah. But now I will say my kids still had to do the Pacer fitness test, which is pretty much the presidential fitness test that we had to do in school. With like the sit and reach and yes, the, the run mile a mile run and shit. Fuck the mile run, okay? As like a kid that has always been fat, fuck you fuck you a thousand times fuck you i hated that shit i was like legit in pain uh, like on my legs and shit afterwards like those tears were real i'm not faking shit and you were a fucking dick for making me run around that shit and making me feel bad for not doing it as fast as everybody else and then having everybody fucking stare at me at the end of the fucking like because i was man i was always the last one i think there was like two years that i was like the third from the last but like, I was fucking fat, guys. <laughs> I mean, whenever I run, I run like Phoebe does in Friends. I don't fucking run. Like a full body flail. But I will <laughs> say, it is so much more gentle now. Like her coach is just this super awesome, upbeat guy and everything's yeah. just great. And like, he would tell me, say, he said, run if you can. He said, if not, jog. And if you can't jog, walk he said the most important thing just try to complete a mile and i was like wow that's so much nicer than whenever i was in school right we had had an aggressive aggressive man chase after us screaming the whole time that's crazy oh yeah it was that's great they wouldn't quite do that but they were like very passive aggressive about like you know everybody's waiting for you to finish and all this shit now i walk like 12 miles a day at my job and it's no fucking big deal <laughs> that dude that we it doesn't had, matter was like army drill sergeant it was we're like i'm only in the third grade man yeah they forget we're fucking kids man like whatever no oh. i hated that shit so what was okay super positive experience with like doing the mile what was the rest of that like so did you have to like record her doing the shit or oh no no she's doing um in person okay yeah i say no gotcha that's like a half the school is in person and the other half is virtual right now so kind of naturally worked out great that's and they're able to space everyone out where everyone is properly distanced so but say right now it's working out great. That about say my child is wonderful about wearing her mask. Yeah. And she'll get angry at people who have their noses exposed. Ha ha. Yeah, she'll actually call them out on it. I love it. Like, All right. I think we've beat prom to death. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously though. We've had some we've had some really, really fun prom stories some great experiences uh your proms lasted for what a combined total of 20 minutes uh- <laughs> I, oh my god oh 
Right. But I mean, at least you were, uh, you were still having fun. Just not the kind of fun that everybody else, not, not the kind of fun your parents sent you to have. Oh God. Yeah. My, my parents still don't know about that. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. I said that like later like that, we've been together you know, since high school. So it's a very long time. And whenever I'd go on trips with um, his fa family, his parents mm -hmm. would get us a room to ourselves. Like after we graduated from high school, y'all like it's like, oh yeah, here y'all can have this ring. They, they did, they did good and damn well what we were doing. His oh, absolutely. Little, his little sister would just be furious. They, they're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. That's funny. It was awesome. That's um, funny. His parents were just like the coolest parents ever. Yay. <laughs> all right well let's uh let's take one last break and then come back and wrap up this episode with wed bed behead and we're gonna murder our scareberry theory segment yes. tonight we're just kind of done with it guys so anyways <laughs> <laughs> we will be our feet well hello there it's me Tiny Toiny again. Have you or a loved one been a henchman that stormed Venture Compound and then awoke a reanimated corpse of their former self? Perhaps you had a college internship at Venture Industries and now experience hallucinatory dreams where you thought you had four arms and became a tribal people trying to take over the world called Palamon. Or perhaps your child attended a day camp and came back as a clone slug. If any of these describes you, you could be entitled to involvement in a class action lawsuit for hundreds of dollars. Please contact Tiny Attorney down on the bayou next to the nuclear power station. Remember to look for the big fella on the porch in the rocking chair. I'll be the little guy poking out of him. Tiny Attorney. And welcome to the last part of the Venture Sisters, where we wrap up the episode, do our wed bed behead, and tonight we're getting rid of the Scare Bear Theories segment. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Prom, the episode was awesome. Prom experiences sucked. Yeah. That's about the long and short of that. If you guys have any prom stories that you want to share with us, definitely hit us up on Twitter at Vince's Podcast um, and share with us. Uh, maybe we can share some of your stories on the show. Um, we're all about commiserating together. So anyways, on to Wed Bed Behead for tonight. Our choices are Hatred, Hunter Gathers, and Gen General Timothy Traster. Um, this one's going to be fun. I love Traster. Anyways. He is a great character. Ah, oh, Tracer. He's got some of the best one-liners. That's beside the point. <laughs> That's beside the point. So, wed bed behead. Hatred Hunter Tracer, who you got, Dolly? All right. I would wed Tracer because he has that big government position. He got that I mean, pension, girl. 
Yes. <laughs> and he's also got PPE cancer. The PPE so, cancer. Yes. And I mean, even though his mask only goes halfway up, I can work with that. Right. He also has Hulk powers now. Traster's a Hulk. Traster's a Hulk. Which means no. I seriously I love all of his lines. Like, I don't know if anybody can tell. Uh <laughs> oh, God. They're great. I mean, just absolutely awesome. And I also love the actor that does the voice, yeah. Toby Huss. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love all of his stuff. So, yeah, definitely I would wed him. He is a Perfect. treasure. Yeah. He really is. I love him. So, let's see. Sorry. I know this is your guy, but I would behead hate hatred. Now I get it. I mean, he's such of a tortured soul. He really can't do anything right. Everything he touches just turns to absolute <laughs> garbage. Yeah. So I would put him out of his misery. Sorry. But that feels about that, Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. And I would bed hunter's wild <laughs> little ass that tight little skinny wild ass boobs or no boobs i would go with no boobs no boobs no boobs i'm interested Just because in no boobs. i would i would be afraid he'd play with his own and not mine see i would do hunter with boobs because that's more boobs that's I, four boobs. i would just i'd be afraid he would just be more concerned with his own because his boobs might be better than mine. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Like, yeah. there's just boobs. So, <laughs> agree to disagree, Dolly. Also, <laughs> just think about all the awesome things he would scream out during sex. Right. So no, <laughs> no, do that, you buzzards. <laughs> It would just, you would not know what would come out next. Yeah. It just it'd be it'd be a surprise around every corner. <laughs> yeah. So those okay. are mine. Okay. I mean, I don't know why you gotta be so hard on hatred. Um <laughs> he's sweet. Um him's his precious. Uh <laughs> no, he's kind of seriously got like a really fucked up problem i do like that he takes medication for it he is taking it seriously yeah. you know um he's so he sad does. too <laughs> right so now i'm uh yeah i'm gonna wed wed hatred and make sure that he you know stays on the the straight and narrow you yeah. know make sure that he stays taking his medication and he's doing the things that he's supposed to do he's obviously a good nurturer he cares misguided sometimes but he means well yeah um so i mean i can you know i can appreciate hatred for that um <clears throat> uh, bed behead i'm having I'm having issues like choosing here because <laughs> they're both fun. Um, bed hunter also like we kind of covered on that a little bit, but like boobs hunter, hunter with uh, boobs. Uh, 
um four boobies dolly i just don't i don't understand how this is not adding up that's we talked about this earlier you are not good at math okay so you, have, you have two boobies and then you add two more and that makes four which is more than two and i don't know anybody that would disagree that more boobs are better than less boobs so you're wrong i'm right four boobs hunter uh, you also have to add in the fact that I have an unfortunately large chest. And if you add in another chest, large. I'm afraid that we wouldn't be able to make a connection if he also had boobs. It'd be like, you know, distance sex. You know. <laughs> well, and then it would be socially distance and safe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> It would totally be that because I would push him away with mine if he also had a set. Okay, whatever. Like I said, <laughs> agree to disagree. Four boobs is better than two. <laughs> um, and then uh, behead traced her because God, it'd be fun to try anyways. The PP can't scare, can't beat him. Um, being launched into fucking space can't beat him. Because Tracer's a Hulk. Um, it would be a challenge. It would definitely would. I don't know if I'd win. Probably wouldn't. It, but... He does like to wrestle. I know. So it I might just... be a little bit of fun while you're trying. <laughs> I do just love Tracer so much. So much so that I have to kill him. Oh. Or at least die trying. <laughs> it probably would die trying to kill Tracer. Uh, but what a way to go out, right? It would. It would definitely be going out with a bang. It would. Um, <laughs> so speaking of things dying, let's talk about scarier theories for a minute, Dolly. Oh, yeah. I just could not come up with anything. I'm just, nah. We have gone, I, I think so last one of the last episodes we recorded um your scare bear theory was like a real bear and i think once yeah. like once we've hit real bear like we've jumped the shark yeah. on on scare bear theories <laughs> it's a real fucking bear man <laughs> so listeners here's a theory it's a jumping shark in the scare bear and now we've jumped two sharks. Um, no. <laughs> so, listeners, I'm sorry if it was your favorite segment. Um, we're just getting rid of it because it definitely wasn't ours. Uh, it was kind of rough to get through each episode, if we're being honest. Neither There's only so many out. people in the venture universe that it that, could like feasibly be before yeah. you start getting like absolutely off the wall, like real bear on a yeah. scale of like, you know, plausible to real bear. Um, I think, <laughs> I think I mean, like you have to be a certain height and there's only so many people that are that height. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're just kind of, we're just kind of done with that segment now um 
Ed will figure out something to to stick in in there in the meantime if you have any suggestions we're definitely open um again find us on twitter at vince's podcast and let us know what you think that's really all i've got for today dolly you got anything else i don't no i say it's i say the holidays everything my brain is just tired (laughs) yes I, I know I, I know yours is. <laughs> mine is fried right now. What with the, the 12 hour days uh, and whatnot. But Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you enjoy your dog food and cat litter. Uh, <laughs> 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 paper towels. Um anyways so yeah we're gonna call it that's it for this episode of the venture sisters we hope you guys have enjoyed our prom stories and our weird wed bed behead choosings um yeah we might have to talk about hatred again another time we've got some ideas for some i think we came up with some ideas for, for some good future episodes too so anyways we hope you join us again next time on the Venture Sisters podcast. I have been your host, uh, Audrey Hartburn, and with me has been my counterpart, Dolly Pardon. All right. And uh, we're going to try to end this on a go team venture. Yeah. Right. <laughs> One, two, three. Go, go team, team venture. venture. Yes. It was Yay. still awkward. <laughs> nice still hated it no it's fine uh, <laughs> oh god that was great the venture sisters podcast is hosted written produced and directed by audrey hartburn and dolly parton executive produced by baron beast Lamode and bod villain edited by conjectural technologies Music and graphics provided by Vaude Villain. Sound engineering by Brick Frog. The Venture Sisters podcast is a part of the Helper Network. Find us at anchor.fm forward slash hench for life. That's hench, the number four, life. Subscribe to us on Spotify or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at VinCisPodcast. Go Team Venture! I've always wondered if anyone has actually hired a prostitute to go to prom with them. Not for no services, but just to go to prom with them. I think they make, like, there's going to be like an 80s or a 90s high school movie with exactly that premise. I swear to God. Okay, so listeners, if you've ever, ever hired a prostitute to go to prom with you, please let us know. We want to talk to you and ask you questions yeah. about your life choices. All right, so we're going to we're going to retake that where you sound a little less judgy. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to leave the whole thing in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> That's funny.